level up your hunting game and join the cause. Help preserve small town Texas hunting culture and become a more successful hunter by learning the best ways to squeeze the most out of your budget and precious time out in the field. Welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Here are your resident bandits, Richard Kinchlow and Jimmy Byrne. All right, howdy folks. Welcome back to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Been a long damn while. <laughs> well, we're back, I guess. If we're back. Paying, yeah, if you're paying attention, it's been, well, right, four months. Yeah. yeah right yeah, at four yeah. months now yeah. since our well, last uh, podcast. We didn't yes. fall off the face of the planet, although... Well. At times it felt like it, I'm sure. For yes, well, it, it yes, we we have a valid excuse, or it, yeah, I, I, uh, if you've listened to the to the show for any amount of time, you've probably heard me, um, vocally about my wife and moving and all that kind of stuff. Well, guess what? Guess what? It finally happened. Uh, and you know, good for me, we bought the very top of the market, so I absolutely <laughs> took that one up the tailpipe. <laughs> Uh, and, and I kid you not, I mean, like the ink wasn't even dry. Ink wasn't even dry in the market. You know, it went down substantially, you know, so, but hey, that's okay. Whatever. Well, okay. Um, so you could look at it that way, or you could look at it like uh, you, you, well, I don't know how you paid it, but if someone buys a house, bought a house at that time, right? then it probably at least lock in the lowest rate they would get. Right. Now, it's a trade-off. You know, you pay the most, but a low right. rate, or you pay a little less at a slightly higher rate. You know. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But not I will very say, I, you are, you are recording from a very nice office now. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You like that? Yeah, my uh, feed banded uh, recording studio, which doesn't really give a lot of revenue. A hint, hint. <laughs> is uh, yeah, is is definitely nicer. The actually internet works. We don't have to pretend like we're actually hearing each other as we've had to do in the past. So. <laughs> Uh, no, no, it, it's all good. Uh, you know, the great thing is, is that the timing worked out yeah, actually pretty well. Um, so we made the huge mistake. I mean, committed to the house uh, Labor Day, or excuse me, Memorial Day weekend. And then, um, you know, after my wife pulled out the, the bamboo shoots and hot irons from my, underneath my fingernails, and, and I managed to sign all the paperwork, and I've never taken so much baby aspirin in my entire life. And those little little paddles, they sh- right. go, go, you know, those things. Uh, after I survived all that, here we are. Here we are. Now I look like a skunk. I've got some definitely some some white stripes in my hair. But you do. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah with somebody the other day. Oh, it was a guy I work with. Like I had like it was the other day. It was in March. He's like, oh, my God, Richard. I didn't think you had that much gray hair. I'm like, oh, hey, good. Nice to see you, too, pal. I didn't think you were that short. Yeah, you want to start talking about physical stuff here, pal. <coughs> anyway, no, we uh, we got moved, and we are uh, we're in a a, a a nice house. It's close to the girls' school, and um, you know, we've got to live on the golf course, which is which is kind of cool. Uh, they walk to I, school. You well, sure you could. Yeah, no, you definitely could. But that that's the, I, I'd be a ride or bike or something. They could ride their bike. They'd have to go over a they'd have to go over a major street which you know mama mama won't allow that but uh yeah no we're, we're like quarter mile from the girls school which is really cool uh because we're pretty much committed to that but what's really great it's kind of interesting is i've got along this golf course we have a tank uh that's about 150 100 yards behind our ta- our house 
and uh, I am going to start fishing it, which is going to be a lot of fun. I thought you said uh, you're but, hunt ducks on it. <laughs> well, okay, that's, that's what I was getting at because it's actually it's actually full of ducks. I mean, the thing is full of ducks, and that put that silencer be, on your shotgun. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, that that'd be a, be a good way to start the season. Uh, get my get my money's worth on my twenty nine dollar duck stamp. I found that out this season. Actually, I think that's that's probably I think that's what it was last year. Anyway, we got that done, and so finally, I, I think we're at a point where we can start focusing on the fun stuff, which is this, and uh, just kind of getting back to some sort of normality. Uh, extremely poor, of course, uh, but uh, we don't have we don't have that money to. Uh, to do this and to talk about hunting and fishing so that's yeah. well, that's a good who, thing who's not uh who's not house rich and other and every other <laughs> asset for these days oh absolutely <laughs> absolutely but you said uh getting back to the fun good segue yeah. uh yeah. this is the recording this we're recording this on the last day of august mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what does that mean yeah. oh What's my god this? Oh my God. You know, a lot of kids, a lot of kids are, they, they get excited by Christmas. So Christmas Eve, they're just nanners. Christmas day, they're even more nanners. Well, well, for, 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 for many, many, millions. Yeah. Right. I'd say millions of Texans tomorrow is, is the, it is, it is all built up to this, the long, hot, miserable, dry summer, Uh, the lack of, of hunting and doing this all is over tomorrow uh, it is the opening day of the Texas Dove season, which is, of course, uh, just a real, a real big date for a lot of people uh, putting on their calendar. And, and you know, it, it's funny. A lot of people say, um, I've heard this over the years, and I, I swear to you, it's never happened to me. Now, granted, I have not hunted a lot of opening days because I have to work. Uh, but everybody's like, oh, oh, oh it's, it's raining. It's going to rain on opening day. Well, you know, normally I'm like, I don't remember that. But again, I hadn't hunted a lot of opening days. Well, guess what? Tomorrow, as I was telling my 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 co-host earlier, we're going to need a damn canoe. I uh, have an opportunity to go out uh, north of Dallas, well north of Dallas. And I think we're going to go. I'm bringing my gear, but I think it's going to be muddier than hell. But uh, hey, it, it's it, it'd be better than than sitting in the office or sitting at home. That's for sure. Yeah, totally. No, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm still trying to. You know, look around. I'm, I know there's some, uh, you know, public kind of yeah. areas around here to, to to shoot. So I don't know. Maybe oh, yeah. next week I'll look into that a little more down here. You know. Oh, you should, man. It, it, the white wing action. Um. Yeah, that's awesome. That's interesting. You know, it you started know, that... finally raining here, but a little bit last week, and today we got a good shower. Uh, we had we've had nothing like yeah. What's been up in in the north? <laughs> yeah yeah no, i can it, actually say that now you live you right live in, you live in the north <laughs> it, it, it's been crazy and right. and and you know you would talk about rain in, in in texas uh you know the panhandles had quite a bit huh. uh there's been a lot of times where the panhandle was you know was uh especially north of lubbock of course the as our good buddy says the lubbock bubble you know it's got the rain all around it except for in lubbock but um the rain you know, the, there, the, the opposite is here that's yeah. the New Braunfels, but it, what it is, it's like the donut. So New Braunfels gets it, but everything around it doesn't get anything. Right. So since we're <laughs> since we're outside of the actual city limits where right, the rain right. stops, we've yeah. had like basically nothing. <laughs> it it's, knows where the city limits are. Right, right, right. Well, it, it's funny because uh, what's well, it's not funny. It's kind of sucks, but 
uh, Liberty Hill got like they they had a, they had a storm like yesterday before that was like two inches of rain per minute or something. Or no, wait, was it two inches per an hour? I, I don't know what it was, but it was pretty incredible. Uh, oh, and, and like uh, uh, the city of Belton flooded. I mean, it, it's, it's freaking nuts. Freaking nuts. Point being, point being, you, you know, when when we dove hunt in Texas, you're, you you know, we did dove hunt anywhere, really. You're looking for a couple of places with water uh, and food. And so, of course, you know, here we are in May. And I'm like, OK, well, we didn't get any of those April showers and we sure didn't get any of those May showers. And then the June, just June pissed Forget me it. off. Yeah. July was a freaking nightmare. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God. Well, it was really funny because and I, I know I, I gave you hell about it, but you've always been like, it's coming. The five-year drought's coming. And? Well, guess what? <laughs> it's coming. And it hit us. And uh, it was it was awful. It was awful that, you know, the, all over the state, of course, it's just been it's just been really, really terrible. You know, Rancho Bandito um, and we, we can talk, we can get into the whole, you know, talking about deer and all that kind of stuff. Thankfully, with our livestock, you know, our, our, our live water troughs that we have, we're, we're in great shape. You know, they've maintained and then the deer, the deer look pretty good. And we'll, we'll get into that more. But, um, you know, the real concern for us became, you know, oh, my God, you know, where do <laughs> Dove hunting, you know, uh, well, it was a concern, but then we were excited because we've always talked about our frack tank. It's a, it's a frack, it's a tank that we've got on the Rancho Bandito that um, it used to be an old fracking tank. Okay, so they put a liner in there, and it's got a seventy-five horsepower pump connected to it, and it's probably it's probably two acres. And the great thing about this tank is that it, it's real flat. Okay, so it doesn't have real high sloping edges. It's an absolute dove mecca, um, and anybody who's hunted there can certainly tell you that. <clears throat> so here we are, you know, coming into June, and I went there, and I, I looked at, and I'm like, oh, my God, uh, we have, like, a puddle. Yeah, we need – so anyways, we actually filled it up. We ran a generator wow. and filled that son of a gun up. Best thing we ever could have done, and, of course, I'm not going to toot my own horn on this one, but uh, – uh, by virtue of the fact that it just did not rain at all. Um, we had dove coming in there, you know, uh, day after day after day, and they're still coming in there. Um, so really all this rain that we've had lately, which has only been a couple of inches, which I listen, I'm happy to have, uh, has, um, you know, has kind of added that tank and it's at the perfect level. It may be a little fuller than we like, but, but, but nonetheless, uh, the ground is just so damn dry that anything that hits, um uh, if it does pool if it does pool it just it just soaks right in uh and that's what happens when you don't get any substantial rainfall uh well in in, in five months right so well you know i i think the the key to success this season and and i've heard i've heard a lot of outfitters are taking less people because a lot of the outfitters um that they, they they really they they're really successful over sunflowers um, and, and so the, the outfitters that you're, that you're going with that just have wild natural sunflowers, a lot of them burned up. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's crazy because damn sunflower, uh, they could put sunflowers on Mars yeah. and, and they would do really well. Well, on the sun, right? It, right. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. It's a lot of sun, but you know, they, but even this summer was, was, was too tough for them. So I, I've heard a lot of red and heard a lot of uh, outfitters are cutting back on the number of hunters they have. 
uh, and they're exploring other areas. Like, you know, for example, who's got water? So I, I think this year in the state of Texas, if you've got water to hunt over, um, I think you're going to be in pretty great shape, uh, which is going to be, uh, which is going to be interesting. Of course, that being said, now that the food supply has kind of dwindled a little bit, whoever's got, you know, uh, if you do have a sunflower crop or if you're hunting a field that's been um, a hunting a field that had some sort of cereal grain in there uh, left over from the summer, which I can't even imagine anything like that in the state of Texas unless it was on irrigation. So nothing in this area. <coughs> Would, would be a really, really awesome place to hunt. So um, if you find food, if you can find water, I think you're going to be in great shape. You know, that being said, you know, for those of you who don't do a lot of dove hunting traditionally, um, you know, maybe because, you know, you, you've got these, these massive sunflower fields, you know, out, out uh, you know, near your property and you just don't think it's worth your time, but you've got a couple of tanks, man, post up in the shade, grab a chair, Post up in the shade, charge your phone, listen to some music, smoke a cigar, have a couple of beers, you know, fifty or twenty, whatever it may be, and uh, shoot some birds, man. I it, there's nothing there's there's nothing better, in my opinion. Yeah, it it it'll, it can be fun. You know, like, well, I'll <clears throat> be curious to see, uh, you know, this weekend if it mm-hmm. how you know if it rains or not. But if it doesn't rain, right? See if how your theory you know plays out. Yep. Yep. Well, and, and that's the other problem is that, you know, in my experience, when it rains, they, they just do not fly. Um, and, it, ugh, and it kills me. Uh, but I, I wouldn't want it. to either. I don't think if I was a bird. Right. Right. Well, unless you're a duck. I might. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. I was, I was just yeah, thinking about the aerodynamics, but, you know. Well, right. Right. Well, dove are real fluffy. You know, they, uh, they, they don't have uh yeah, and they just man, they don't they don't like it. So uh, it is supposed to rain this week, and as as my my co-host just said, we are going to Rancho Bandito. So hopefully we'll have uh, <clears throat> we'll have a lot to report. The one thing is for sure, the one thing that we will kill a lot of is brain cells, uh, <laughs> cold beer cans, cigars. But that's that's just part of it. Yeah, so we're kill the brain forward. cells and get the mouth cancer. That, yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. So. so talk about real quick. Uh, <clears throat> what you think the deer are looking like now because of the yeah. drought? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if, <laughs> you know, we've in the history of doing this, we've always talked about. <clears throat> excuse me, I got the I got the ragweed uh, allergies. At least, at least I hope that's what it is. Um, <laughs> we'll pretend like it is until Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't taste anything. That's interesting. Uh no, so yeah, you know, we we've always talked about you know the effects of of, of the dreaded drought and, and, and what it, the implications it has on all wild animals, you know, and, and that's the thing. It's not just the deer, you know, it, it's the coyotes and it's the turkeys. I mean, it's, it's it's everything. But you know, the the beauty of what what we can do in the state by by that I mean supplemental feeding, okay, and the fact that we do have. Uh, and the fact that cattle are really the number one, you know, agricultural uh, livestock species out there, you got to have water, you know. So, again, uh, what we were really lacking in the state this year, by virtue of the fact that we didn't have a lot of rainfall, is a lot of that natural forage, okay. Uh, and because of that, you know, they were, if you have the supplemental feeding, they were all over it. You know, they're absolutely all over it. 
Uh, and I, I dare I say that in some parts of the state, that supplemental feeding may have become all they had, which is, which of course is, is, um, uh, is, is really scary. So <clears throat> I, I, I think that this year, I, I can tell you from Rancho Bandito's standpoint, uh, the body sizes look very similar to last year, you know, may, maybe a little thinner. Uh, and, and I can honestly say that, like I've looked at some of the same deer and, and yeah, maybe a little thinner, especially on the older ones. Okay. But their racks are, are, are just as impressive. Uh, they, they really are. And I'll, I, I, if you go to our social media, um, you can see some of the pictures that I put up there. We, we've got some real bruisers. And again, it's funny, look where we're getting the pictures. It's all by supplemental feet. Right. You know, so, so, but, but, you know, you cannot, the whole point of that is you cannot discount the, the importance of, of, of natural browse. You, you, you just can't. Uh, and the fact of the matter is we just didn't have a lot of it. So, you know, for, for you folks uh, that are hunting, you know, smaller acreage with a, uh, with a low fence, um, you know, again, I hope you had your, I hope you had your water going, you know, I hope you had uh, your supplemental feed, feeding program going because those deer, you know, they're, they're going to travel, they're going to find, um, they're going to find water and they're going to find that, that supplemental feeding. You know, that being said, you know, these game fenced operations, they really had to be on their toes too, uh, especially these places that, in order to, to make it go in order to, to make that, to, to make the place profitable, they've got to put X amount of animals on there so they can have X amount of hunters killing those animals at said price, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I have heard of a couple of places that, well, <clears throat> a couple of places, especially in the Chalk Mountain area, which is near Glen Rose actually caught fire. Um, they had to cut the fences and that's, you know, you're, you're donezo. They, the neighbors are like, yes, sir. Um, yeah, but, but, but I have heard yeah, some until gang- it spreads to their, yeah, exactly. their property. Yeah. <laughs> but I have heard some, you know, some game fence places that just ran out of natural browse, you know, so yeah. they had to start, you know, kind of popping the exotic. They got yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then that's really the problem is that, you know, um, you, and, and, and with the low fence operation, you know, you've got these guys, you know, these ranchers out there, they got these cows here and okay. And they, yeah. They got the, if you're on a lease, you've got the hunting income and then you've got the cattle income. Uh, but with as dry as it is, okay. And if, if there's no forage and they're having to buy hay and they're having to buy cake and all that kind of stuff, it, it just, it, it becomes a scenario where, Hey, they can't afford it. And if they're, they're destroying the rangeland. Mm-hmm. You know, so they destroy their rangelands. Now you got weeds coming up, which is okay for the deer, but they can't put cattle on there, and it really becomes a, uh, it, it really becomes a mess. I, I think the best thing, I hope for the for the state is this this. You know, we of course the past couple of weeks here in August, which is it's funny, it's normally the most brutal time of year. You know, it's been in the been in the nineties, and we've had lots of rain. I, I really hope that. And it looks like so far off to a pretty damn good start that the state gets replenished with rain and those rain la- rangelands, uh, uh, Rancho Bandito included, those rangelands improve um, because they were really, really chewed to the ground. Mm-hmm. Man, so, talk about it like a, like a double whammy. Uh, at the same time, you we're hitting this drought. So, you know, makes it even more important to spend money on supplemental feeding Absolutely. At the same time as all the prices of everything is oh, going through the roof. I know. <laughs> it's like I know. Uh, talk about 
perfect timing in a bad. No, it, it, it is. It, it, it's it's horrible, um, and it's it's so frustrating. And God have mercy, that's a whole nother that's a whole nother bag of worms. Yeah, yeah you know, I, I I'd be really curious to to see the math and you know to see the statistics really about you know okay you know who's you know because everybody. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like some people say, oh, well, you know, when this political thing came into effect, it really didn't affect me. Well, well listen, everybody goes to the damn grocery store. Everybody knows that, you know, a, a sack of cheese didn't used to cost, cost $7. Now it does. You know, so everybody now is affected by that. And I would be curious to see how many hunters out there, they're, they're that supplemental, that, that excess income they had to do things like deer hunting and feed deer how that was affected because you're, you're right. That that's a, that's a horrible double whammy. Yeah. Do you feed your family or do you feed your deer? I guess some people. Right. right. And, and naturally feed deer, you feed so. your deer. I mean, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what, no. what about the acorn crop out at Rancho Bandito this yep. year? What you know, uh, it's a great question. Uh, unfortunately, and this, this gives me a bit now. Not the last bad. several years have been pretty abundant. More or less. The, the, the year before last was the most incredible acorn crop we ever had. Really, actually, in the state of Texas, it was bananas. Uh, I This year, it, it's it's pretty sad. I've been to Rancho Bandito like, well, honestly, maybe three times this summer. And I, I it's a sin. But, you know, again, we're, we moved. And, you know, I had that, that thing in Kenya. I was doing, built that hospital in my bare right. hands. Right, right. Long, long period AIDS, all that stuff. Right, yeah. right, right. With money. It's right. Like the part. Um, yeah, no, but I, I have actually not seen the acorn crop, but I can tell you this. I have some lovely red oaks in my backyard right now. And uh, oh, my God. I mean, the wind blows. I'm like, ah, mother-. I mean, they're right. everywhere. Pew, 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 uh, pew, pew. Oh, oh, it's crazy. And of course, the red oak is gorgeous, beautiful tree, right above my blankety-blank pool, uh, which my pool looks like a pair of binoculars. I can't wait for you to see it. We first saw it, was like, binoculars. And my dad was like, oh, my God, it really does. And then one of my, one of, one of our friend's sons was like, look, it's a, it's a game controller. I'm like, the game controller. Yeah, I'm like, nerd. Sign of the times right there. Oh, big time. <laughs> Big time, big time. Uh, I, I will, I will, I, I tell you, talking about going back to the drought, something that is going to interest me uh, is, is how this drought is going to affect the quail numbers uh, and how it's going to affect the, uh, the turkey numbers. Now, thankfully, <coughs> the turkeys, uh, their poults, their, their nests, they have those before it gets really, really hot, you know, but it, it is going to be interesting to see how the turkey crop is because I've only I've preached this for years is if you've really only got one water source, okay, um, you've got all the animals going to said water source. Well, you know where are the predators going to be? Bobcats are going to be there. Mountain lions, bigfoots, yep. you know, robocop, predator, whatever. They're all going to be there. So I would be curious to see how the pulp crop, uh, turkey crop, is. With that being said, the fawn crop too. Yeah. Um, you know, the fawns make their living survival, that is, off of being able to hide and, you know, lush forage. And <laughs> ain't, there wasn't none of that around this year. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very interesting. One animal that, that did not 
uh, have a, a bad year, who has had a very rough couple of years, have been ducks. Uh, and of course, this is something near and dear to my heart. Those stupid little bastards that I wake up at X amount in the morning for and go out there and freeze and, and don't shoot me up. Uh, you know, last year was the worst duck season we ever had. It was awful. I mean, it was awful everywhere. Uh, and, and that was because the prairie, pro, prairie pothole region <coughs> of the United States and Canada is the basically the home of virtually all puddle ducks and a lot of uh, diver ducks as well. So mallards, gadwalls, teal, you name it. Um, in 2019, before this year's last time I did a survey, so that was kind of the baseline. They didn't do it in 20 because of COVID. They didn't do it in 21, I guess, because of COVID as well. So this is the first year they've done it, and the numbers just came out, and I, I, I posted it. Uh, overall, duck numbers are actually down. Uh, and in a couple of species, which is, is, is a little surprising, the green-winged teal was down like 35%, which I, that's kind of nuts because the blue-winged teal is actually up like 40%. Wow. Which, and what's crazy is that the blue-winged teal has a significant longer trip. Blue-winged teal start coming down right now, and they actually have been coming down. We saw some at Rancho Bandito. Dad didn't. He forgot to tell me until last night. Hashtag angry. Um, they go all the way to freaking South America. Okay. And then all the way back up to Canada. And, and their population is doing better than the, the green wing teal who come down to basically Texas and Mexico. And they, anyway, I don't well, know. Maybe, if they have, know the S South America might have been good for them. You know, I mean, it might have been a lot very, better very down true. there. Very true. Yeah. Very true. <clears throat> uh, mallards are actually down, which is kind of crazy. Gadwall, widgeons are down, uh, all that kind of stuff. So, so what, what's important, I, I, I said, you know, when we started talking about this, okay, is that this is, there's one species that's doing better. Okay, well, these numbers sound really, really horrible, right? Well, and, and in reality, they, they, they are. The, the silver lining of this whole thing is, is that the past couple of years have just been, again, horrible droughts, terrible droughts up there in that area. This summer was incredible. Uh, in fact, there was really, and you can go, I, I posted on our social media stuff, the prairie pothole region of uh, Canada and, you know, South Dakota, South Dakota, North Dakota, uh, was all basically in the excellent habitat area to where some of those ducks may have had two, two clutches. Uh, and, and so now, of course, biologists are, 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 are just very excited. Now they're thinking, oh my God, well, I hope that those those younger ducks, those younger ducks who were who were just hatched a couple of weeks ago, you know, get their get their flight feathers in so they can make the trip south. Uh, so the the point being is is that I think when you start just the new survey numbers that this time next year should be significantly better. We're gonna have a lot more ducks. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is that we're gonna have uh, should have a lot more ducks in your your, your decoy spreads, uh, which is is really happy for me. I average about fifty. Last year, I got 35, and I think I lied on two of those. So, uh, <laughs> so I am really hoping that it's um, – I'm, I'm really hoping it's going to be it's going to be good. It's going to be good. So, we'll see. Yeah, it'll be excited to, to see throughout the you know, rest yep. of the year on all these animals. Of course, yep. I'm sure the pigs are still fine. You know, they'll just <laughs> – 
yeah they have like a built-in feeding mechanism where they'll just go out there you know have some have yeah. some uh piglets and then eat them if they had to. oh yeah and then i was like well sorry we had a great time they make their own food <laughs> well you know it, it, it's funny i'd like to hear from people who who were hunting hogs this this summer because um you know again like the two times that we went out i we went to water where there was water and didn't, didn't have any luck but um I mean, that was uh, talking to our, our, our ranch hand. He was like, oh, yeah, every morning they're, they're right there. I shoot at them every time, but, you know, they're, they're right there routinely because there's no water, you know. Hmm. Uh, so I'd be curious to see if, if people's hog kills went up in the summer because they're, they're right there. You know, I, I don't know. Right. Or even, you know, not just through the deer season or anything to see, like, yeah. we see more of them or not. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I'll tell you, again, natural forage has definitely started to come back. The fall, you know, the acorns will be on the way. The fall forbs will be coming up and, and whatnot. But I, I, I still think it's going to be a little slower, you know, fall green up <clears throat> just because the rain's just now kind of things are hopefully kind of somewhat getting back to normal. So I think I think the corn feeder activity will be will be pretty nuts. Uh, which is going to be great for for us to hunt over corn feeders, so you pick out that uh, that select deer and, um, and 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 put it down. You know, one of the things that a lot of people ask us, uh, you know, we 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 talk about the feeding program that we've got, and that do we you know, typically we stop feeding protein when in August, right? And we do that because the fawns are weaned and the bucks are shedding their velvet. Okay. Well, because and this is this is the exception year that I've always talked about that I hope we never have, but here it is. Um, because it's been so it was it was so dry and so this and so that, we're actually going to keep the protein feeders going until probably about October first. Uh, and, and the only reason why we're saying October first and not just completely year round uh, is the fact that we've gotten you know three or four inches of rain in the past right. couple of weeks and. And the next couple of weeks look look pretty wet. Right. See what happens. Um, basically. Yeah. 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 So, Supplemental feeding. Yeah. Supplemental feeding, man. It, it's <laughs> it's the only way to. <laughs> it's saving a lot of people. Oh, I I can't imagine the feed bills for these a lot of these big ranches have got like elk and stuff. Oh, oh. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> good God. Yeah. <clears throat> because ours is astronomical, and we don't we don't have elk yet. Well, maybe so, one day, maybe uh, one I day, believe. Feed Bandit Ranch will uh, have a feed yeah. bill like that. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I'm, I'm working on it. Awesome. <clears throat> what do you say about uh, ending this one here and then Love saving uh, the recap yes. of your big trip? Uh, yes. For the next one. Yes, yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give everybody a little preview so they make sure they tune in. So I had the privilege of going back to, to Argentina. Uh, it was supposed to be two years ago. We we had it planned out. My dad was bringing, my dad was bringing some of his good friends, and some and, and their kids were bringing some of their friends. Uh, and I had the the privilege of taking two of my friends that to come along with me. Um, so it was, anyways, we we're trying to go back in 2020. COVID hit, obviously destroyed everything. So uh, finally, we did that trip. It was in August. It was great. Uh, I was with Miles and Miles Outfitters. And so I, we'll, we'll do a recap of the actual hunt. It was a little different than when, when you and I went. Uh, and then we're going to, I think we're really going to talk almost kind of in depth about what we did 
you know, how you book it and all that kind of stuff. Because things have changed. Like you can't go from Santiago to Cordoba. Hmm. There is no flight anymore. Okay. The Chileans pulled out, which is really kind of funny because all the Argentines just they totally rag on the Chileans. Like a bunch of jungleless mountain people. I'm like, whoa, easy. <laughs> can't say that, you know. Oh God, it's so funny. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, no, we'll 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 talk about that and hopefully recap uh, a, a good, bloody, successful opening uh, or week one of Texas high school football, college football, and Dove season. It's finally here, and hopefully a Tech victory. <laughs> we'll, we'll listen. Now let's ask. Let's just I don't even know where Murray State is. Let's just put it this way. Well, we have this this new coach. We have. Uh, um, McGuire is he's amazing. So if, if we don't, if, if we lose to Murray State, well, then there will be no more podcast permanently. It'd be a bad omen. Yeah, yeah. big time, big time, <laughs> big time. All right, well, cool. All right, that was fun. Good to be back. Yeah. Four months, absolutely. Uh, four months later, but we're here. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. a it's a labor of love, a passion oh, project, is. whatever you want to call it. It so, is. Uh, it is. We yep. uh, thank you for everyone who stuck around and you know are listening to this. We'll be doing more. You know, we're yep. I'm not, we're not promising a regular release schedule, but we'll try. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, but we I, do have yeah, some things cooking that we've been talking about. Yes, so yes, you know, yes, yes, yes. hopefully we'll make yep. a little progress this fall on some of that stuff. Yeah, definitely. So definitely. again, th- you know, thanks everyone for uh, listening. You got you yep. want to anything you want to say on the. On the good That's back. it, folks. Uh, well, you know, we'll, we'll say we normally say support your local feed store. You know, last year we were saying they really need your help. 2020, they really need your help. They really need your help now, too. Inflation hits small town Texas, small town USA, just like it hits the big towns as well. So uh, let's get out there and support those, those local farm and feed shops, please. Sounds good. Thank you all. Thanks for listening to the Feed Bandit Podcast. If you like what we discuss on the show, be sure to sign up to our email list to get even more killer hunting ideas, tips, tricks, and exclusive deals on innovative hunting gear and services delivered straight to your inbox. Sign up over at FeedBandit.com or simply by texting the word BANDIT to 33777. See you on the next one. And remember, support your local feed store.